Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Foundation Level Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet, and today we're talking all things brows. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all keeping well and having a lovely week. The sun is shining. I know I'm in good form because of that. Um, And like I said, today we're going to be talking all about brows. But before we start, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everybody for listening to my podcast. Since at the moment I can't really work and I won't be working until July, this podcast has given me something to focus on. So I really hope you've been enjoying it and thank you so, so much for your support. Now, with that out of the way, let's jump straight into brows, shall we? Um, And what I like to say is if the eyes are the window to the soul, then your brows are the frame. They're also, at least I think, the frame for your face. I feel like most of us have a bit of a shaky relationship with our brows. We either wrecked them with tweezing when we were younger and now they just will not grow, or they grow well but tend to be unruly and a bit mental. Whatever your brow story is, the biggest thing I recommend is not trying to go it alone. If you really struggle to get your brows the way you want them to look, I highly recommend getting your brows done professionally by a brow specialist. And I do mean a brow specialist. Of course, you can walk into a beauty salon or a beautician's or a spa and have your brows done there by anyone. But first of all, I'm a great believer in somebody being a master of their trade. So a professional who has a real passion for brows and doing brows, and then I feel like they will do their best to help get you towards the brows that you deserve. Also, and I know this might sound a little bit silly, but ideally they're going to be the ones to take you on a brow journey. Unless you're very lucky or follically gifted, no professional is going to be able to take you from super thin 2000 tweezed eyebrows to mega fluffy full 2020 brows in one sitting. It's a process to get your brows where you need them to be and where you want them to be. And a brow specialist will work with you to get just that. And that, my friends, is the brow journey. I did a wee poll on my Instagram and 32% of people said that they do their own brows themselves at home. And if you're good at doing your own brows um, and you're happy with the result that you get, that's brilliant. But if you're somebody who always does your own brows and they're never right, then I highly recommend getting them done by professional for a wee while and see if that changes your mind. Of course, there's something to be said about tweezing the mad hairs that have nothing to do with the shape of your brows, but when it comes to changing or altering the shape, leave that to the people who know what they're doing. There's also some people then who just have naturally wonderful eyebrows and go you, that's amazing. But for the rest of us, That's where makeup comes in. And there is a whole world of eyebrow products out there to help us temporarily achieve our brow dreams. And I'm here to help you figure that part out. So first of all, the products. You've got your brow pencils, brow mascaras, brow powders, brow gels and brow creams. Um, And to figure out which one you want to go for, first of all, you have to figure out what kind of look you'd like to achieve. So if you prefer a softer, more natural looking brow, Pencils, powders and brown mascaras might suit you. Or if you prefer a stronger, more precise sort of Instagram brow, brow gels, creams or pomades would be your best friend. Pencils are exactly what they say. They're pencils for the brows. These are a great option if you want something very quick and easy to use. 
They're also great if you're looking for uh, something to more naturally fill in any gaps where you don't have any hairs. And they come regularly sized. And you can also get micro pencils, which are teeny, teeny, tiny. Those would be my favorite because I think it's easier to achieve hair-like strokes with them. My only personal qualm with pencils is they're not maybe as long wearing as other products and they can smudge a little bit. But they are, I suppose, the original brow product. They're super quick and easy, like I said. And I think it's one of the most recognizable things that people use in their brows. Brow mascaras then are a great option if you don't want to add any colour onto the skin of the brow, but just kind of fill up the colour on the hairs themselves. They're also a great option to hold any stray hairs in place or to fluff up the brow slightly. Some tend to have little fibres in them as well, which will help to kind of make the hairs on your own brows look a bit fuller and a bit fluffier. I also like to add these to another brow product to really give the brows loads of dimension. So I'll use something to fill in the brows as normal and then I'll use a brow mascara on top and they just really fluff up the hairs and they give you a really kind of, oh, I don't even know how to say it, a very 3G natural looking brow. So I like to use both together, but some people just like to use brow mascaras on their own and that is absolutely fine. So then we've got brow powders, which are kind of like an eyeshadow for your brows. Brow powder, however, unlike eyeshadow, is a little bit denser so that will stay on the hairs and stay on the skin underneath the hairs as well. These are generally used with a little brush to brush through your natural brows to give you extra colour and extra filling as well. Um, They tend to be a more natural looking option as powders softly diffuse rather than giving you a strong heap of pigment onto the eyebrows. These are generally one of the easier products to use with a brush as well. Um, If you have trouble with brow products, it's really, really handy to use a powder. Some of them come with a little clear wax in the packaging as well. Uh, These waxes can be used to kind of hold the brows in place, but I wouldn't be the biggest fan of them as I think when you use too much, it can almost leave the brow a little oily looking, which obviously we want to try and avoid. So then you've got my personal favourite, and that's your brow creams and gels. Um, And some of these are known as pomades as well. Um, These are your heavy duty brow products. They're also applied with a little brush like the powder. As they're wet and super highly pigmented, they give you a really, really great effect, but they're quite tricky to master. Also, if you're somebody who doesn't have a lot of natural brow left, these are actually a great option because they don't rely so much on you having brow hairs there and they can just kind of be painted directly onto the skin. If you're somebody who prefers a stronger, more structural brow, these are going to be great for you Um, and they also tend to be the longest lasting brow product as they sort of set on the face. So now that you know the differences in products, how about choosing the right colour? And choosing the right brow colour is actually deceptively a little bit tricky Do you match your hair? Do you not match your hair? What do you do? And I think what this kind of comes down to is, you know, personal preference to a degree. Um, But I would generally say as well, as a rule of thumb, if you're naturally dark haired, either matching your hair color or going two shades lighter with your brows is a good call. And then if you're more fair haired, matching your hair color or going two shades darker tends to look well. But like I say, that's just a guideline. If you're platinum blonde and you love super dark brows or if you're dark haired and you love really pale brows, whatever makes you feel the best is the more important situation to go for.
One thing to definitely be aware of, though, is the presence of reddish pigment in brow products. It's getting a little bit better, but certainly when I started makeup like 12 years ago, I worked for a company who were well known for their brow products, and everything was so red tinted. Obviously, if you have red hair, or if you swing in a more auburny, burgundy direction, then that red tint would be perfect for you. But if you're cool toned at all and you don't have any of that redness, it can look a bit gingery on the old brows. Like I said, colour choices are getting better. Colours are getting a little bit more ashy and a little bit more taupey. So if you're blonde, a taupe or an ash blonde shade will work really, really well. Go more kind of warm blonde if you're more of kind of a strawberry blonde haired person. And if you're brown haired or just a little darker, Medium to dark browns work very, very well, or like a slightly darker taupe shade. For red and auburn hair, chestnuts, mahoganies and auburns are really, really good. And then if your hair steers in more of a black direction, black brow fillers can actually be almost a little bit too dark for ladies with black hair and they can be quite intense. So instead of going full black, I would stick more so with maybe a charcoal or an ebony tone, or you could even get away with a cool toned dark brown shade as well. If you're ever unsure, look at the product and swatch a little bit on the back of your hand and see whether it's got those kind of warmer red tones or whether it's more of a grey ashy finish, and that should give you a good idea. Now, let's have a quick chat about what kind of tools you need. Generally for filling the brows, if you're going to be using like a pencil or a brow mascara, You don't need tools, you can just use them directly from their packaging. But for powders, gels, creams, pomades, all of that kind of thing, I would usually recommend something of a small, hard, angle-shaped brush. Something nice and thin, so you can replicate those lovely hair strokes. Some brow products actually come with their own teeny tiny brush, but these can be hit or miss. Uh, Some companies are very nice and they give you a good little brush to use, um, but then sometimes they're just like, plastic bristled and not great. Also in general I think if you're going to use a little nub of a brush you're going to make filling in your brows a lot harder for yourself. You wouldn't draw a picture with a nub of a pencil so you don't want to fill in your brows with a nub of a brush. I also recommend having a little spoolie on hand to brush through the brows. You know spoolies, they're the little kind of mascara wandy yolks. Um, Some brow products come with them so say on the other side of the pencil But if you don't have one on your brow product, they're super easy to buy. So like you can get them in pennies or in Wish or in any sort of salon suppliers. Um, Or you could just clean an old mascara wand, obviously ditch the tube of mascara and just use the wand cleaned as a spoolie. And these are a godsend if you go too heavy handed with your brows. Brushing a dry spoolie through that brow will take away any excess product and it will help things to look a little bit more natural. It's also good to push any little hairs into place. So then we've got application, and bear with me on this because it's a little tricky without a visual aspect. So first, um, and I suppose the easiest, is applying brown mascara. With these, they're pretty foolproof. You just want to brush up the hairs with the brown mascara wand. So from the inner of the brow, brush the hairs upwards, and start to move towards the tail end of the brow. And by the time I start moving towards the tail, I will brush it more to the side in the direction that the hairs naturally grow. Concentrate on not pushing the wand in so hard that it kind of hits off the skin, because that can get a little mucky looking. And then that lovely upward motion will help those hairs look more fluffy for you. Next up then are your pencils. 
and make sure for a nice smooth edge that you've got a nice thin finish on the pencil. So obviously it's, if it's a micro pencil, that's perfect. Or if it isn't and it's thick and blunt, give it a wee sharpen because anything with that thicker blunt edge won't give you the best finish. Now with pencils, I always recommend leaning as lightly as possible. Ideally, you shouldn't be placing it onto the brow and then dragging it across. You want to do much lighter strokes through the brow and build them up as you go. So lifting slightly upwards and then bringing them to the side in the same direction as your hairs would naturally go on the brow. This will give you a little bit of a lifted look and it will obviously look more natural as well. Do a few of these small strokes and then brush through everything with your spoolie. Do a few more strokes, brush through again and go like that until you've achieved your desired effect. The spoolie will help to smooth out and sort of diffuse that colour through the brow and everything will just be kept a lot more natural looking. Applying a powdered brow product is not dissimilar then, although you're using a brush, obviously, instead of using a pencil. So you're going to take your small angle brush and do those same smooth strokes upwards and then going out to the edge of the brow in the same direction as the hairs, brushing occasionally. And again, that brushing is just going to smooth and diffuse that powder through the whole brow and have everything looking nice and natural. If then you're looking for the most precise Instagram brow finish you can get, then your application needs to be a little bit more precise. And that's where we're coming into brow gels and creams and pomades. Make sure that the little angle brush that you're using is nice and smooth. It's not frayed at all. Um, And you want to make sure you're using a very tiny amount of product at a time. Uh, These creams are quite heavy. A little bit will go a long, long way. So I pick up the product on the brush, I take off the excess on the back of my hand and outline the brows first. So using small strokes, trace the bottom line of the brow to give a good base. Make sure it's smoothly done and not jaggy or bitty. And you want smooth lines at all times with this. When you have the bottom line base, you want to repeat the same thing on the top. So from the inner of the brow, I do a nice smooth line across the top to give it a nice even finish. Always remember what brow shape as well. The inner of the brow should be about two thirds slightly upwards and then the arch to the tail should be one third slightly downwards. The tail should also slightly taper to a bit of a thinner finish. So once you have your guidelines down, your baseline and your top line, then you want to fill it all in. You're going to start at the outer of the tail of the brow and using small strokes, really fill that color into it and start working the brush inwards slowly using a little bit of product at a time. As you move in, manipulate the brush, push it upwards, give the hair strokes and lift the hairs as you go. Um, And as you get towards the inside of the brow, try to go a little bit more lightly so that the inside of the brow is lighter and will give a more natural finish. Also, make sure you're brushing through your spoolie every now and again. Now, I know some ladies like to really square off the inside of the brow and make it quite hard. And if you like to do that, then absolutely go for it, whatever makes you happy. I just think sometimes going a little lighter towards the inside will just give you a bit more of a natural look. If you've used your brows or your, uh, oh, sorry, if you've used your creams or your gels or whatever it is, and you've made a mistake, so say you go outside the natural line of the brow, then it's really, really easy to fix. Just take a little bit of concealer on a brush and use that to erase away any mistakes and sort of sculpt the brow for yourself. 
So lastly then, I just wanted to mention brow tattooing. So like fee brows or embroidery or all of those. This is a way to get semi-permanent eyebrows and a semi-permanent sort of brow shape, which is great for people who struggle with not having any hair in their brows, not being able to grow their brows, or just people who want more fullness, or maybe you just want to have nice brows all the time without having to fill them in. Now, I'm not trained in this myself, but I have seen a lot of these treatments on a lot of my clients. And my biggest piece of advice is to research the artist you're going to for this. From a style perspective, obviously, but also a hygiene perspective. Um, because obviously we're talking about tattooing, etc. So it's very important that the hygiene standards are very high and that the standards in finish are very high as well. And just remember, um, it might be a little bit pricey, but cheap work is rarely good and good work is rarely cheap. So really do research into any sort of semi-permanent makeup that way. So there you have it, my loves, breaking down the world of brows, the mysterious world of brows. So let's get into a couple of your questions. Hang on and I'll get them up. There were loads of questions for brows. One of the biggest ones was how to not get red eyebrows, which obviously we covered earlier on in the colour. So what have we got? Joe. Joe said, my brows are overplucked since I was a kid. Any suggestions on how to stimulate growth on them? Yes, there are products that can help that. One of the main things um, I know of is castor oil, which you can get in kind of health food shops and stuff like that. And this does hugely help to stimulate growth of hairs. Um, there's also a few products available to comb through the brows, which are supposed to help growth. But from what I've seen, a lot of them have their main ingredient as being castor oil. So I just think, you know, why not go straight to the source and just get the castor oil itself? Um, don't forget as well, and I know it's hard, step away from the tweezers, let the hairs grow and then get them professionally done over a period of time. Um, and your brow artists can help to stimulate and help the growth into the brow. So thank you very much for your question. I hope that answered. So then we've got Sinead and Sinead says, any advice on how to get brows even? I have one higher than the other. Okay, first of all, you are not alone, Sinead. I think that is all of us. And I'm sure you've heard that, you know, eyebrows are sisters and not twins. And then for some of us, they're more like distant cousins. Um, I appreciate, I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but if you want your brows to have a more kind of natural shape without makeup on them, you have to get them professionally done. But if it's just for filling in, you can use a makeup brush or like an orange wood stick or even a bit of string uh, to measure one to the other. So fill in one. Hold your brush flat against the highest point, so like the arch, and lay that brush across to the other brow so that you can see how high you need to fill that second brow too. And then obviously you can do that from the bottom parts too as well. So you're essentially measuring from one to the other. You could use a ruler if you want. Anything with sort of a straight edge will do the job. I hope that made sense, but don't stress out too much. I don't think anybody really has matching, matching eyebrows. So just do the best you can. And then we've got our last question. Let's have a look. Neve. Neve said, how do you stop them looking like the kid from Hey Arnold? When I fill my brows in, all I can see is brows. Aha, you're definitely talking about Helga from Hey Arnold. I loved that show when I was a kid. Um, so remember with brows, you want them to match the rest of your makeup. So if you're gone very strong in the eye makeup, you can handle a stronger brow. But if you're only wearing, say, a little bit of eye makeup, maybe just a mascara, and the brows are strong, all of the focus is going to be on those eyebrows. 
So fill them lighter for lighter eye makeup and darker then for your darker eye makeup. Also, maybe you could try going for a lighter color than you're currently using. Perhaps the color is just a bit too dark for you or maybe you're just using a little bit too much product. So use a spoolie, like I was saying, and comb through and that will take out any of that excess for you. And I think that is it, my loves. That's all for today. Um, if you fancy a little bit more content, uh, including exclusive application videos for each podcast and a full list of all of my product recommendations, please, please check out my Patreon. This is a little subscription service which allows you to support me and the podcast from two euro a month and you get all that lovely extra content that goes along with it and um, I'll leave the link in the description for anybody who wants to check it out and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Juliet Morrow Makeup or the podcast uh, is on Instagram at Foundation Level Pod and then I also have a Twitter which is just Foundation LVL because Twitter don't allow me to have the full name and you can send all of your questions there or just check out my day-to-day and my makeup artist life. So thank you all for listening, my loves. I hope you all stay uh, well and stay tuned for next week when we're going to be talking about eyeshadow, which should be an exciting one. So I hope you all have a lovely week ahead and I will chat to you next week. Bye.